Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, in the studio with my co-host, Paulette Stout. Top question, lovely to have you back with us, Paulette, this week. Uh, we're going to start off with some news. Uh, it is heat wave. It's not just heat wave hot. It is uh, Tax Shack of Ocala's heat wave. And $10 for every $50 you spend. Uh, they all have to be redeemed by August 29th this year, 2020, the crazy year. Uh, no exceptions at all to that rule. Um, but definitely worth getting in there and doing your shopping. Getting 10 for every 50 is a pretty nice deal. Yep and everybody needs some horse stuff. So that's the good part of Heat Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, the other good part of Heat Wave is uh, we hear it, COVID-19 doesn't do very well in Heat Waves. That's nice. That's a good thing, <laughs> right? Uh, so you've had enough bad news uh, this week, I'm sure, if you've been watching the regular mainstream media. So we're going to take you to some horse news instead. Unfortunately, not all good news, but we'll try and keep it on a positive note. Got a great show for you, starting off with the news first, followed by Dr. Tim Lynch from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital joining us by phone. We're going to chat a bit about PRP. Then we have special guest in the studio who's been on the show with us once before, should be on much, much more often. Zubair Benini is going to be joining us. We're going to talk a little bit about his very successful career as a Grand Prix rider, how he got there, how he coaches, uh, share some great video and photos with you. And then we're going to take it to another level and talk a little bit about something a bit controversial that most people don't want to hear about. Uh, and that would be things like electric spurs and um, how often that goes on and and what the uh, the outcome of that might be if uh, if any allegations are actually found to be uh, to be in fact Uh, accurate. So we're going to talk a bit about that, then we're going to close it out with EPIC from the Equine Performance Center. We're going to talk a little bit of rehab and conditioning for horses, uh, which we know is wonderful, and they have a state-of-the-art center uh, that we're going to chat a little bit about that later on. But starting off with some news, sadly, it's better to start with it so we can end on a good note, right? Isn't that the horse <laughs> philosophy? <laughs> yes. Uh, thoroughbred eventing mare, some like it hot, sadly collapsed and died on the cross-country so- uh, course of the Winona horse trials uh, in Ohio. Some like it hot was 19, ridden by Tamar Lask uh, in the open class event. The combination was last out on the course, was approaching the ninth fence on the cross-country course. Uh, when some like it hot collapsed. Very sad. There's going to be an investigation, of course, into uh, her death, and the results will be reported on the USEA Safety Committee um, as part of their cardiopulmonary research study. Um, Very, very sad. Always hate to hear that. Um, And some like it hot was owned by Ellie Sellerek. So prayers and thoughts out to um, all connected there. Mm. Uh, We never like to hear that. Um, Very, very sad. Was it a hot day? Yeah, I think it's hot everywhere now, isn't it? Except England, maybe. (laughs) The equine positron emission tomography scanner, thank God they call that PET for short, (laughs) uh, because that's a mouthful, um, was actually pioneered by UC Davis, a school of veterinary medicine, and has been used uh, at Frank Stronick 
Let's track there at Santa Anita. 100 scans have actually been performed so far uh, on about 65 different horses. Uh, it's a wonderful scanner because you do not have to sedate, lie down. You can do this um, full, full standing. They started this installation in December of 2019, and it has been very successful so far. One of the things they're working towards is preventing catastrophic breakdowns. So how is it scanning? It's a... Um, You'll have to Google it to see it because I'm not. Because I know they used to have fluoroscopes. <laughs> well, this is really actually I I know some people um, who've been here in Ocala that that I've gone back and forth discussing. They have something very similar. Um, I don't want to say necessarily. I know that theirs takes better scans because I haven't seen these mm -hmm. scans, mm -hmm. but theirs takes extraordinary scans with the horse standing up and it it just lowers down. The horse lowers down in and it and it scans. It's amazing. Wow, um, but that's, this, that's yes, this is fantastic because this actually provides extremely precise information about the injury, um, and and you know with a classic bone scan they usually can associate the injury with one of the bones of the ankle, but with the pet, they can actually localize it to a specific area within the bone, which is amazing, and they can do all that without because of the digital stuff. Yep. Yes, mm -hmm. so so for racehorse is going to be phenomenal because hopefully it'll prevent a lot of catastrophic yeah. breakdowns yeah. that you know we you'll we see saw things happen. way before it starts exactly mm -hmm. um, and injuries to specific specific <coughs> areas of ankle bones are actually known to predispose horses to a catastrophic breakdown so being able to prevent that is a is yeah. a, a huge big deal um, and also the ability to see changes over time with this. Um, well, hopefully uh, it'll be affordable for a lot of people. I know, I hope so too. Yeah. I hope it becomes just part of racing. Yeah. You know, brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, the event was the 35th running of the Winona Horse Trials and it's been postponed due to COVID-19. Have you heard enough of that word? I don't like the word <laughs> mitigate. I don't like the word social distance. I don't like social distancing. I'm a hugger. There's nothing social about it. Um, it's ghastly. Uh, anyway, the RRP plans to host an expanded thoroughbred makeover in October 12th to 17th, 2021, offering separate classes in all 10 disciplines for both 2020 and 2021. Um, it is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. The thoroughbred makeover draws hundreds of competitors from more than 40 states. Um, and multiple Canadian provinces, uh, each of whom have taken the challenge of bringing a thoroughbred uh, in his or her first year of retraining post-racing. So um, sad uh, to see that postponed, um, unfortunately. They're going to postpone it to a particular date or no? Yes, 12th to 17th of October 2021. So that's sad. Hits on the Hudson cancelled its first week of shows after the New York State issued a cease and desist. The Hits on the Hudson show series was issued that order from the state of New York. The order was issued actually on June 30th, warning Hits that they would be fined $1,000 a day if mm. they carried on July 1st to the 5th in Sogarties, New York. Uh, New York, of course, has experienced the biggest and deadliest COVID-19 outbreak in the U.S. And um, it, they're in phase three. They actually started phase three of their reopening June 23rd, but their state health department did not consider horse shows to be essential business. I found out one of my friends from Universal uh, Ultrasound died of COVID. Really? I just found that out two days ago. Oh my gosh, I'm yeah, so sorry. Peter Brunelli. How sad. Mm -hmm. That's very sad. In New York, and the whole office had it. And he had no underlining di uh, disease. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How old? 
in his 50s, I think. Not old. No. How sad. No, he was, on, he was intubated and it was about six weeks and they had taken him off for something and they moved him and he died within 24 hours. I don't like that intubating. I think it makes you too reliant on the ventilator and makes I don't your know, body stop. The, office, the whole office had it and I asked them what it was like and they said for 30 days you can't do anything. That's what they said. Incredible. Yeah. Um, just a minute and a half or so left. Uh, quick mention: an American Pharaoh Colt did it as expected and won the Japan Dirt Derby at OE Racehorse uh, Racecourse. Uh, he was um, uh, actually not the one I think they was they expected to win. Uh, it was Dan and Pharaoh that won, and I think they expected Cafe Pharaoh to win. Uh, but the Pharaoh babies are all doing really well, so that gets them That's into good. the Kentucky Derby and qualified for that. So. You know, it's pretty exciting stuff to mm -hmm. um, to hear. So congratulations uh, to them, and uh, and I think the Kentucky Derby is going to be an interesting one this year. Yep, <laughs> for sure. Just the date that it's running on is um, is fascinating. Uh, Dan and Pharaoh actually won by one and three quarter lengths. Wrapping it up, uh, don't forget that the Ocala Breeder Sales uh, Breeze Show happened and uh, sale next week, 12 to the 16th. So make sure you get to OBS and check it out. We'll be back in just a few minutes with Dr. Tim Lynch from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. We're going to talk about PRP. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show.
This show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the Horse Talk Show are not necessarily that of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus our hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now! Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm Louisa Barton, your host in the studio with me. I have Paulette Stout. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Joining us now, a pleasure of introducing you to Dr. Tim Lynch. He is Peterson and Smith's board certified surgeon and sports medicine specialist. He has so many letters after his name, I'm not even going to say them all, but you can see them on the screen. <laughs> there you go. Hi, Dr. Lynch. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Yes, it's wonderful to have you back. Um, we always love having you on the show. It's always a wealth of information. Uh, our topic this week is PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma. Can you tell us, Dr. Lynch, a little bit about what that is? Right, so PRP is basically um, a, a platelet-rich plasma that you get from the horse. It's basically blood that's spinned down, Louisa, so it will concentrate all the platelets, which are part of your blood. They're not really a cell, but they help with the clotting, normal clotting, and things like that in your blood. So PRP is a, is a technique of concentrating the platelet cells in, in a small volume of plasma so that you can hopefully inject that or use that for repair or sort of like uh, trying to induce the tendons or ligaments to heal themselves. Right. What is the treatment process? I mean, what do you treat it, what do you use it for? Yeah, so the way you get PRP is you, you draw it from the horse's jugular vein, you get some blood, and there's basically two ways to make PRP. You either filter it or you centrifuge it for a certain amount of time. There's many systems out there. But it gets you this volume of platelet-rich plasma, which is generally used for either a ligament injury or a tendon injury, meaning soft tissue injuries of some sort, be it a bow tendon, for example, or a suspensory branch uh, desmitis or tear. Uh, so it can basically be injected under ultrasound guidance into these specific holes or these specific tears in these tendons, ligaments. Mm. People have used it in the joints as far as treating arthritis or trying to treat uh, inflammatory synovitis and things like that. So it's a, it's a way to try to use the horse's own blood cells, platelets, to hopefully counteract uh, inflammation and counteract uh, injury uh, so the platelets themselves are like little pharmacies. Uh, they they mm -hmm. have all the good uh, compounds or active proteins and things like that that once released, they try to, it, it attracts uh, other inflammatory cells and they attract stem cells from the body. And hopefully it's a way of uh, trying to get the tendon or ligament to wake up and heal itself. 
So that isn't stem cells, it attracts stem cells to heal. Right, so there's always stem cells in your body, right? So PRP is basically platelets that you uh, inject in a high concentration, and they have the ability, and it's been shown multiple times, to actually attract through all sorts of uh, peptides and things that they release, they can attract stem cells from within the body. So versus stem cell therapy, which is actually truly cells that can be uh, driven down any line as far as making muscle, tendon, ligament, bone, cartilage, those types of things. So similar, but it's kind of a not as involved and it's a lot easier to do, not as expensive, but it certainly has its way of treating tendon and ligament injuries, just like stem cells would. And, and with it being isolated from your horse's own blood, it actually reduces or eliminates possible adverse reactions, right? Absolutely. So it's, it's uh, your horse's own cells that you're giving back. And so there's lots of proteins involved and things like that. And that's where you get the reactions from. So, but it's your own horse. Uh, his own blood that's going back to him, which is great. So the only disadvantage is that some horses will react to it. It's like mm -hmm. any injection in a horse, uh, especially in the joints. They can get flares and things like that because there's there's other things in the blood. There's proteins mostly in the blood that will cause the horse to have a flare or some swelling or heat and pain associated with it. It's It's rare, but it does happen. So that's one of the disadvantages of the treatment. Talk a little bit, Dr. Lynch, about um, the benefits. I know there's quite a few. Um, share those with us, please. Yeah, so PRP is, um, I guess, the original, quote unquote, stem cell therapy, right? It's, it's right from the horse. It's autogenous. Uh, so it's, it's one that you can repeat multiple times. And the cost in of itself is an advantage. It's, there's some kits or some uh systems that will make prp fairly cost effective and it certainly has the advantage that you can uh, i guess tailor the treatment as far as how much to put in there because lots of times people want to put more in there and that sometimes is really not the way you want to treat horses it's uh you can cause more problems by putting more prp than is needed so you got to be very careful to tailor the treatment to the horse's injury how big it is, you need to ultrasound uh, if you're treating the tendon or ligament, for example, what's going on, how big this injury is, what's happening, how much it really truly needs. So it's it's one of those things that um, the horse is making their own body to recognize this injury. And the platelets are kind of a good way or a good vehicle to try to wake up and hopefully get this uh, tendon to heal or the ligament to heal. The only problem with it is it truly, it doesn't really, um, it may, people argue that it speeds up the healing process, the length of time. I think that's debatable. And the other thing that we really don't know that much about is once it looks better on ultrasound through this healing process with PRP, how strong is that structure, right? So it's always good to, you know, um, I guess team up a PRP or a stem cell treatment with a rehab program as far as what you're trying to rehabilitate a tendon or a ligament. And certainly you wanna to try to influence healing so it, it heals the best and the strongest that it can. Uh, but you know, we're not, uh, we're not in a race to get this mm -hmm. to heal. We want it to be the best that it can be. Right. How do you get a stem cell? Yeah, so stem cells can be uh, taken from uh, multiple parts of the body of the horse. Uh, they can get it from fat, they can get it from muscle, uh, 
Uh, believe it or not, you can get it from bone, but that's just extremely hard and difficult and expensive to extract it. Uh, they can get it from the pulp of teeth, right? Uh, mm. Of young teeth that you yeah. lose as babies, wow. right? So there's lots of areas that you can get these pluripotential cells that if given the right environment, they can be uh, driven down uh, to make certain types of tissues, right? So uh, fat in the horse seems to be one of the more popular ones because it's easy to get fat from a horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, muscle, you don't want to take a big chunk of a muscle, right? But that's kind of defeating the purpose. Um, bone marrow, I mean, you can get it from the bone marrow. That's also another popular way to get these undifferentiated cells that once you send them to the lab, they kind of grow them in a certain condition that will drive them down either the tendon or the ligament uh, avenues, right, or pathways, so that when you get the cells back, you're putting in tendon, hopefully tendon in uh, origin cells or tendon pluripotential cells to make more tendon. So it's a lot more involved. It's time labor intensive to make stem cells, but it is a good way to treat a lot of tendon and ligament injuries. Uh, People are treating arthritis with stem cells. So it's kind of a more involved process for sure. It makes me realize the more I listen uh, to, to the veterinarians from Peterson and Smith, the more I realize how incredibly brilliant you all are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now it's, it's amazing what you can do. Yeah. Um, we're, we're almost at the end of the segment, Dr. Lynch. It, it went by so fast. But um, anything else that you'd like to mention in closing, um, you know, as far as just uh, you've seen really good success, good results, good testimonial uh, with this? Yeah, so it seems like in my hands, in my opinion, Luis, is that suspensories injuries seem to be, uh, at least in my hands, uh, treated better with PRP. Tenon is also, you know, very high success, but you gotta, you have to work with somebody closely as far as uh, ultrasound, gauging the injury, when to treat them, how much to treat them, can you retreat them, and then if you have any problems, you know, you gotta be able to counteract those and such, but all those are great, uh, not unless you uh, also can rehab the horse, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a multifaceted treatment of this soft tissue injury in the horse. Mm-hmm. And people are always in a hurry, but, uh, you know, tendons and ligaments yeah. take a long time to yeah, heal, even do. with PRP and stem cells. So it's you got to be patient to you hopefully get patient. a good result at the end. That's right. Dr. Tim Lynch, thank you so much. Uh, Peterson and Smith's board certified surgeon and sports medicine specialist. We always love having him on the show. He is a wealth of information. You can check them out at petersonsmith.com or give them a call at 352-237-6151. Thanks, Dr. Lynch, for spending some of your evening with us. And uh, we will be back after this break on the Horse Talk Show with Zubair. Stay with us. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard owner of Larson Farms is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lovers candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars and more. 
Pack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the third segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our Facebook broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'll be in Idaho the first week in August, so I'll take pictures of some hay for you. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host, Paulette Stout, and special guest, top Grand Prix rider, Zubair Benini, back on the show with us. He's been with us before. Uh, it's been a bit, hasn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah, Lovely to have you back. Yes. Um, Zubair, you're a top Grand Prix rider. Tell us a little bit about how you started out. You were a little young child. In fact, if you're joining us on Facebook, you can see some photos. If you're on the radio, you get to miss out on that. You can always go back to the Horse Talk Show on Facebook and watch it but we'll be airing those as you're speaking. But tell us a little bit about growing up. Well, I started riding when I was 12 years old. Uh, you know, my neighbor actually was uh, two years younger than me. He showed up with a helmet and my dad uh, ended up just greeting him at the door and <laughs> there he was like, oh, you ride horses. So then he took us to where he rode and my brother and I both started like literally, I would say like the next day and we pretty much got hooked. My dad was like, oh, you gotta stick with this. and. Uh, you know, we did we did a few other sports, but horses were. But your dad didn't do it. No, no, my dad, my dad, my dad never ran. That was actually my first competition uh, at age of twelve. So and I a red started. Jacket? Yes, in Morocco, it's not like there was no restrictions about the red jacket. Yeah, what was it like growing up in Morocco? Uh, Probably pretty cool, huh? It was really wonderful. Somewhere like, I'd love to go. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, I miss it a lot. It's just that you know, now that I'm established here all these years, uh, I moved here in '96. Uh, so I started at the age of 12, and I think by age of 19, 20, I started thinking about moving to the U.S. I just had this, you know, obsession about coming to the United States. Like, uh, was that for more opportunity or more? It was mostly that. Yes. Uh, you know, I always heard about the horses, you know. It's just like, uh, there's just like more an advanced way. Europe is Europe. Like, they're so well, they're so advanced, and we're very inspired by them. You know, they're really close, you know. They have some of the great horses, you know. But there's something about the U.S. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna, you know, my dad wanted me to go to Australia, because he's like, really? oh, they're neutral, you know, they don't do this and that. I'm like, you should go there. I'm like, no. He really came here for the American. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think, you know, they always say the American dream and all that, and it's it's really true. I mean, it took me mm -hmm. maybe 20 some years to, you know, get established and get where I am today. You know, with horses and a farm. I mean, I had multiple farms, but. I feel like now, especially with Florida and what's coming to it, you know, like mm -hmm. you're talking about the World Equestrian Center, right. a tall game changer, I think, for, for sure. everyone. Yes. Like, you know. No so the Equestrian Center, you really believe that's I have, happen. I mean, I drive by just for the fun of it <laughs> every other day, <laughs> and I take videos, and I'm just amazed, and uh, it's just, just for the fun I've of never it. seen, you know. We went to Tryon last week, and, uh, you know, we, we had quite a successful horse show, and it's quite the facility, it's unbelievable. But when you look at the World Equestrian Center and, you know, with all the amenities and all that there, you know. It's, so you it's think it's be, even better? It's going to be a game changer for everyone. Big time. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. I yes. mean, 
you know, we love showing with hits. You know, I can't deny it. For years, it's kind of like an obsession. Mm -hmm. I come from North Carolina or from Louisiana when I was there, and I tried to show there. You know, I always try to do good at hits because hits was the biggest horse show. Right. And we still try. You know, yeah. it's just like they offer so much money, but this is the amenities offered at the World Equestrian Center. It's just like, I mean, hopefully we can be part of both right. and do a little bit of everything. Wouldn't and that be nice? I think yeah. for business standpoint, I hope so. If you just look at Highway 27, all the businesses opening up, that yeah. tells you why. It's gonna, it's booming. I feel like. Yes, it uh, really is. It's a great place to be. So. And, and besides the fact we haven't really had any riots, we've only had peaceful protests. Yeah. Our COVID nineteen numbers are like very. It's um, been, yeah. been very, very reasonable. Um, so I think we're very blessed here. I think we're very fortunate yes, to live in a great place. Yeah. You know, to have three hundred and sixty something thousand people in Marion County, and sadly have twelve deaths, but only have twelve deaths in this pandemic is really a miracle. I mean, I feel like, you know. We're, we, you know, we're, we're very really, lucky, yeah. We are. We I are mean, already. I had people come and try horses. They'll come one week and then they won't come the next week. They're like, you know, we're very cautious and okay. I mean, I wish I, I respect them. Mm -hmm. I'm just, people have been quite cautious in, mm -hmm. in this area. Besides yeah. the fact that they say the heat kills the virus. I mean. Well, you know, the nice thing about it is if you're outside, there is way less chance of you catching it than yeah. inside. There's inside. no doubt about that, regardless of the situation, you know. So mm -hmm. um, this is a great video, by the way. I love thank this. you, thank you so much. We, they, they, I was, like I said, I honestly had zero expectation. I took four horses to try on. We haven't shown since March. Like I said, the hits horse show canceled. I had big hopes for this horse, uh, Vishnu and Prince, who I bought with uh, Dr. Leah Garland. Uh, she's a great partner and, you know, she, she, she kind of picked the horse and we felt like the horse is just an incredible athlete. He's actually self francais so he's French. Self-Francais. And uh, and Prince means, uh, Prince is the, this breeding program in France, and uh -huh. Vishnu is like the, I guess the partner that bred him. And he's just like, he's very lazy to ride, mm -hmm. like barely wants to come off your leg, but the minute he walks in the ring, like I'm game on. The uh, I haven't shown, like I said, we've been doing a lot of treadmill work. Uh, aqua treadmill has mm -hmm. been quite incredible. And I know, that's where I saw you. Yeah, it's like it's, <laughs> I think also it's a game changer in the fact that I don't have to overwork him all the time. Right, you know, he, he gets, can go and give him some conditioning. And yeah, he gets massages and all that. And like oh. I said, we jumped, I believe, we got there on Tuesday night. We didn't. We rode lightly on Wednesday. I won a meter 20 class, which is a four foot class. Uh, it was a speed class. I was like, I mean, the horse just felt incredible. I didn't ride him for two days other than just like little hacking. And then we went to the Grand Prix, and I'm telling you, there were some serious competitors that very season, and that horse just literally... I watched the video actually a few times to make sure that it was me riding. <laughs> I'm not kidding about that, because I was like, this is incredible, because it was just... I mean, I was focused, I was concentrated, I had a friend that was helping me, I had quite a few riders that ride with me that I'm very lucky to have around me. And the day was very smooth, and he went double clear. Like I, I was actually, I'm like, am I winning? So I was leading, because the winner was a Santiago Lambre, he was quite an amazing rider. Uh, Rowan Willis had three horses there, oh, and you know I walked out. And, and Rowan actually is great inspiration because yeah, he gave Rowan's me he gave me a few tips, you know. Uh, and like I said, you know, my partner's like, "Well, you should have gone for it." And I'm like, you know, I was trying to be very conservative and stay within the ribbon. So, being third place, you know, out of 25 people, That's not amazing. showing, I think it was incredible. Oh, there was an inside turn in front of that red jump that Santiago did with his horse, and he had the first jump down in the double combination. And then I was like, you know, I'm gonna do them. Like, nah, I'm gonna go around <laughs> and be you safe. And uh, <laughs> you know, and just like in the end, I put seven strides and I just waited and was a little, little bit more conservative. You know, uh, I, he performed I mean, really at his My gosh, yeah. How old is he? Uh, Ten years old. Ten. He just he came on? here like in mm -hmm. December, and uh, mm -hmm. like I said, uh, the amazing thing is, uh, 
have a kid in a bunch. She's like, oh, please, can you let me ride him? I said, you're not going to like him. He's very lazy. <laughs> She's like that. <laughs> you're not going to like and, him. But when he walks in the ring, he literally says, just hang on to me. He just picks up a pace. He's, and he says, I'm, I'm doing this game on, right? He's just an incredible nice. mind. Yeah. Brilliant. And he doesn't get to jump much because, you know, he jumped big classes in Europe before we got him. So mm -hmm. really the hope was to jump the million, and he was kind of upset. And, How big is that jump? Uh, it was about meter 45, so close to five feet. Uh, big jump. Yeah. <laughs> The, the course designer is a Canadian course designer. He doesn't, he doesn't, you know, he builds the courses quite solid. So the gentleman that was there helping me was yeah. basically that. I know, I feel like I'm jumping the house. I'm I know. In the gazebo. I'm just so happy. <laughs> I, I was actually stunned. Like, uh, you know, like it didn't hit me until I was like, I can't believe this horse just performed this way. You know, but. Uh, Off the chart. What is oh his God. name? Uh, Vishnu und Prince. Beautiful. So it's a French, it's Vishnu and Pan, so okay. like so, I said, it's so a combination. Be before the end of this segment, because sure. these segments go by like whoosh. Sure. Tell us about riding halflingers. Well, riding halfling was very interesting because when I moved here, you know, like I did, you know, I was in school and then a friend of mine, it's very ironic how things work because my friend came to the U.S. on Saturday, I came on a Tuesday, February 22nd, 1996. We had no idea we were both coming. And then he said, I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. I said, are you serious? I said, I'm in West Virginia. He's like, what are you doing there? So I landed here. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you need to come here. So, so he, he was already kind of, he went to University of Charlotte. So he, had, he got me to go, to go in myself, uh, you know, uh, to go to University of North Carolina. And, you know, I did two, three years there. And then, but he was uh, working with this lady who bred halflingers. And it was quite amazing because I had no clue what the halflingers were. I love them. And so there was this lady, uh, Cabin Creek Farm, Donna White, uh, and she just loved the halflingers. And she traveled to Austria a lot. So she's very well known. But the amazing part of all this is me being from Morocco, having to meet Amish people. Amish people, ah. they're the biggest breeders of, they're big into halflingers. So she asked me, she said, would you please start working with my horse? So his name was Magenta Wolf. He was eight years old. He was 14. One and a half. I'm like, what am I doing riding? But I was young, you know, and you know, I was like, you know, why not? You know, we try. And so I started working with his mane was so long, and he has so much mane in his face. And I tried to cut it one day. She about lost it. <laughs> she said, that, I said, because I'm, you know, to me, like you got to trim it. And so, anyway. Uh, so we then, have 20 uh, seconds left sure. before I'm Anyway, in so it was quite amazing. We took him to Ohio, to Coshocton. We jumped about five feet with him. One no. single jump. We went from Shut three foot. Up. Yes, and I have, it's too bad I didn't send you the, the picture. Yes. Do you have pictures I of I have him? a picture of him jumping. They put the pole over the standards, and all the Amish after to see that. came to we me. We have eight seconds. The Amish so came to, to me and basically said, how did he jump? I said, I don't know. He had hair in his head. He didn't see it. <laughs> but he did, so. Uh, We're going to go to break. The good news is the second half of the show, Zubair is with us. So we'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show. Stay with us. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxers USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxers USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. 
visit them at JJ Tax Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab. You're switched on. You're a bit of old right. Yes. <laughs> Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host, Top Equestrian Paulette Stout. And we have the honor of having uh, top Grand Prix rider Zubair Bedini. He's been sharing uh, some great stories with us in the break even. Um, mm -hmm. I'm thinking, I wish we were still on air. This is good stuff. Uh, but we are going to, uh, to touch on a, a controversial topic for this segment, and then we'll take it back to a good note again uh, uh, for the next one. So I just want to disclaimer, uh, nothing that we say here necessarily uh, you know, bears any, uh, any importance on, on our sponsors, and it's not necessarily their opinion. This is our opinion. We're going to talk about something that nobody likes to talk about or think about. Mm -hmm. uh, sadly and unfortunately, there are uh, cases where horses uh, are not treated properly, fairly, or are hurt uh, by their riders or trainers. Um, there are some allegations against a rider. We're going to discuss actually that in this segment currently. And um, Zubair's going to share a little bit of his experience of that. We have some photos to show you. And um, I'm going to kind of let Zubair tell us a little bit about this particular situation. Well, unfortunately, in this particular situation, you know, this, uh, this individual basically has quite a successful career with the horses among, uh, you know, so many uh, top athletes in the world. And, you know, the interesting... A jumper rider. A jumper rider. And interesting enough, this story broke uh, in Europe. And, you know, people are wondering why did the story break in Europe? Well, I feel like in Europe, you know, there is more, uh, more pool to try to come to, uh, you know, basically put a stop to any kind of abuse for, not, not say, we're talking about horses here, but, uh, there are the allegations, there is an ongoing investigation. Uh, uh, I think uh, the fact that he made it, that this individual had made it to a, quite a top level with a lot of winning and uh, got in trouble actually last year for uh, winning the Elizabeth's Cup and then the next day riding the same horse in another class. To me, I remember to this. me personally, yes. And I'm not trying. It's not I about. I do remember that. It's happening. not about like yes. you know trying to talk bad about anyone. It's right. it's from the horse. Like I gave my horse a week off after doing well in the Grand Prix. Right. That that's the that's the right thing to that's do for the, the animal because yes. without that horse, I would not have had no. in Tryon in one of the biggest you know nicest places in the country to show. I'm like my, he took a week off, so I didn't even sit on him for a week. Uh, he just you know we took him a spot. Because you care. You have to care. He, yeah. I would, if I could be a horse, I'd want to be one of <laughs> his yeah. horses. You know, you have to care. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you gotta save them. And mm -hmm. so, to me, the the what I know is this per particular individual. You know, 
uh, and you don't hear about everyone. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, when they say there's a smoke, there's fire. So doesn't treat horses right. Like to me, you should, you know, give a horse a rest or think about how you're doing things. So this allegation about the electric spurs, uh, obviously he doesn't have any. And we're actually going to share those photos um, with yeah. you. This particular rider, the allegations against Andy, I don't know how you pronounce his last Andy name. Andy Coker. Coker, uh, that's how you pronounce that name. So the allegations are um, against him. Um, it's not a, a secret. It's um, widely um, publicized. And, um, and we actually have got the, that's not the photo. No. Um, <laughs> that's, that's not. Um, but we have some photos of the, the actual, the actual uh, alleged device, mm -hmm. um, which is some, some kind of a device that you press. And a can button. you tell us kind of how, well, the, the how little, that works? The little I know from the video is not, mm -hmm. not to try to accuse anyone. Obviously, right. there's an ongoing investigation yes. by the FEI. A lot of people don't have faith in USCF and the FEI. USCF is the governing body in our country. We need to have some faith in yes, them. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just, you know, people bash them, this and that. The FEI, same way. You know, it's very hard when somebody brings allegation against you. Uh, but this, this story is, is very serious. Like, mm -hmm. the FEI is going to investigate. You, you know, you got social media now. And you they know, should people, be, right. You know, people are talking and stuff. But when you're holding a device and um, joking, In your hand. And your you're hand, riding. And you're competing at a five-star competition against, against some of the top riders in the world. Mm -hmm. People that work 13, 14, 15, mm -hmm. 16 hour a day to get somewhere and you yes. think you can get by, I'm sorry. If you want to be a five-star rider, whether it's you or anybody else, you need to conduct yourself as a five-star rider. Yeah. Yes. And you know, there should be no such abuse. You know, they, they penalize you if you whip your horse, even though you're allowed. I think you're allowed to hit your horse like three times in competition, like if you think, but they should never even- To encouragement. They, they, but that shouldn't even be allowed when you think about it. But right. you know, they, right. if you tap your horse over a jump or something, depending on how you tap it, sometimes you can get criticized or you can get like, you can get in trouble. So. They, they take, you know, that if you abuse your horse by yeah, whipping him yeah, too many times. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about electric spurs. That, to me, <laughs> like I said, is criminal. To, yeah, to have a wire yeah. running down, that's too much work. Maybe so they had a device in their hand, the wire went down the clothes to the spurs where you could press. Obviously, it's battery operated. It's, it's obviously, yeah, but it looks to me like it's a strong shock. Uh, I, I just don't even see how we fit. You saw mm -hmm. me riding on the course, and yeah. you see so many top riders riding on the course. Yeah. Who has time for that? Like, no. why? How can you even think that you're gonna abuse your horse like that when you ride in? Just to me, I just have no, no understanding to that. Mm -hmm. Like, there is there is some things that's training. Mm -hmm. You know, like, do you think that? So I guess it, it may give it a boost. You know, they use dog shock collars on dogs. Mm -hmm. Okay, for for behavioral. You mm -hmm. know, uh, I don't think they call that abuse, but it, it doesn't send this shock to me the way this video shows. It looks like it's quite well. It's itself. unfair, if regardless of what it does, it's unfair advantage. It's against the rules, and that's it's what we have general rules with yes. the USCF. Right. And it's not even ethical. That's, yeah. that's, no, that's it's the not. part. It's like, how do you even think about you're in the middle of a course? Uh, the sport is very noble sport, it uh, is. prestigious. It's a very noble you're animal. Lucky to be mm -hmm. part of this, and you're winning big time competition five star and you're zapping your horse the whole time yeah I, I just and so now the controversy is like you're holding a device there is a there is a photographer that basically you know he's i believe he's tom Canadian. von yes. um I yes, actually i i have his name i actually so messaged see, so him so you see the the device in his hand it's sticking up out of his hand where the rain is. And you can and see like an unexplainable line down his riding britches that um, in several of the pictures you can actually see a line. Now, I don't know what that line is, but you, but see you can see a line yeah. down yeah. his britches. Well, you can see the device in his hand. 
in his right hand with the reins in his hand. But I call it uh, it. a magic wand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, Tom Vaughn, how would you pronounce that? Kaffa? Kaffa? Kaffa. I think he's French-Canadian. Yes, lovely guy. I yeah. was messaging with him, you know, and he said that, you know, after the allegations initially came out, he then went back through all of his photographs and found a number of different questionable photos. He's a wonderful photographer, uh, mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. I went through his website, um, and uh, and we actually have his website um, that we'll put up at some point during the show. But um, but he he's a great guy, and I talked to him, and he said, you know, after he heard about the allegations, he went back and started looking through his photos and had because a number of photos. Because you wouldn't see that when you're taking pictures. Well, no, and then you're not to look looking. You know, no, you're looking not. for action. You're looking to get the horse in a nice position over the jump and the riders. You don't hear about this stuff every day. No, thank God. It's not a common thing, you know. No, that's Uh, true. I know people people may do things, may don't talk about it, you know, there is all sort of abuse. I mean, I don't want to talk about the racing. I hear all mm-hmm. stories about in the racing field, like sometimes they could be carrying some sort of well, device. Well, ele- electric no, sure devices have in been in all kinds of, yes, I'm of sure. disciplines in racing and in this, obviously. Right. So it is around, and and everybody's go- always going. You're always going to have those people developing those things right. to get an unfair advantage. Right. And right. Is incorrect. And of course, this case where you know we don't we don't have any uh, any answers yet, and we don't know what the outcome of it will be. But um, but we certainly uh, this is what the device would this look like. The, yeah, some I guess someone had made a video that I believe someone that's close to him. Uh, you know, like a training device. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think things should oh, be. I, I think Look, things yeah. should be more scrutinized. Whether yes. you should never be allowed ever at, no. at zero competition. Like no. you should not be allowed at well, home. Well, that's why they have technical delegates at at this at the. Um, at the events, right yeah. when you go yeah. in, I mean, surely they're supposed to be right. watching. That it's, stuff. As you can see, this this was also a top competition. Yeah. And I think this may be in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. But you can see the device. So th- this is not made up. Mm-hmm. No. You know, and it's a shame to Gosh. think that you're a top five-star rider yes. winning big-time competition. I guess people that work, they, let me give you just a very quick uh, example. So, Bertram Allen is an Irish rider. Right. He's an unbelievable mm-hmm. rider, okay? He's winning a class in England, I believe in uh, Olymp- uh, Olympia, mm-hmm. against uh, Michael Whitaker. Mm-hmm. He wins, right? Mm-hmm. He comes out of the ring, they found a tiny little blood on the horse's side. It is un- it's not permissible. They don't care what it is. Yeah, you're eliminated. The doesn't care does. what it is. He's eliminated completely, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he lost. So he doesn't get second, mm-hmm. and then Michael wins. You know, among the riders, it's com- somewhat unfair. Mm-hmm. There was a really tiny, so maybe he spurred his horse. It's unfortunate. But you know what, if there's it, no tolerance for that, it makes a difference. There's no we, we tolerance to break, for any but, blood. But we're going to come back. And I was going to talk about a different topic for the next segment, but we got to finish this, and I think we have a little video that we may be able to show you as well. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be back in just a minute. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. 
This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance Center Ocala with numerous success stories and featuring the most advanced equine conditioning and rehab equipment available in the world today is striving to be the best in the nation. Find them on the web at epcrehab.com and like them on Facebook now. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa in the studio with me, Paulette Stout, and special guest, Sue Berbenini. Joining us by phone, Tom, I don't want to butcher your last name. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> there you go, see. I already messed it up. So we've been talking um, a little bit with Zubair about um, the allegations uh, against Andy and the, um, the, the device. We just thought maybe for a minute you might share with us as the photographer uh, what you saw. Well, um, originally, uh, as an event photographer, I'm inside the ring photographing the courses, jumping and the riders doing the courses and that. But uh, what um, really caught me actually in 2018, of course, hindsight is 2020, <laughs> was I noticed the explosive reaction of the courses going over the jumps and mm. really didn't think up think of anything about it but I was impressed and uh, it was only later when this year when I saw the article about the uh, shock spurs that it made me go back through my photos and then zoom in on them and then I started seeing the button in his hand starting to see the wires inside his pants going into his boots and uh, put two and two together contacted the UFCF and the FBI and uh, uh, they wanted to see the photos so I sent them uh, 2018 and then I went back through 2017 and 2019 and again found the same device in a number of uh, shots that I had and uh, passed them all on. When I did a post on it, uh, on my own Facebook page, I had a huge number of people reach out to me quietly um, and saying thanks and congratulations. But what really struck me was the number of people who were too afraid to come forward. That would be Grooms, judges, stewards, horse owners, other riders. Nobody wanted to say anything. So what, I'm, what I was discovering was that uh, this is not a one-time thing. This is a pattern that Andy had been doing over several years. 
and talking to previous horse owners um, of his back uh, that that have worked with him, uh, his uh, this was something he was doing for a long time, and um, some of the horses are just plain ruined after that, I and it's about now cruelty. So I couldn't uh, just stay silent. I had to go and and find out who to uh, who to bring this to. So I went to the FBI, and they put me in touch with the investigation committee. And so now they all have my master photos for the last three years uh, that show quite clearly the, uh, the shock button in his hand uh, and the wires, as I said. Interestingly enough, again, hindsight is 2020. Um, he knew because when I was in the ring, whenever he was going over jumps that were close to me, he always tucked his right hand in. It was almost like his fist was against the side of the horse. Uh, so obviously it showed that he was hiding something. And, uh, and this just made it more and more clear to me that uh, this was a game he's been playing for a while and knew how to do it well with the other with the event photographers. I tried calling out to other event photographers and saying, come forward. I don't know how many have, um, but if one did say to me privately from Florida, his biggest fear is losing his job. Yeah. Um, is this, is this I, make... I understand that, but for me, I'm sorry, uh, I don't care what happens. The, uh, the safety of the horses yes. is more important. Absolutely, without a doubt. And, and you know, does it make you now, are you, has it made you more mindful to like, um, to pay it really close attention? Does it concern you that you might see other riders doing something similar? Um, it's made me more aware and I have to admit I'm looking more closely. I'm more of an optimistic person, so I'm trying to uh, enjoy the, the beauty of the sport, right. the beauty of any equestrian sport. But I have to admit, for the moment, I, it's a little difficult, and I'm, I'm a little too mindful of what's going on around me and what I'm walking around. I'm, I'm spying everything I can. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping, I hope I find a happy medium where we get back to a, uh, a happier way of life and a happier way of equestrian sport. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah. Tom, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'm going to switch back over to Zubair now and, uh, and talk to him. But I just want to tell you, um, your, photo your photography is incredible. Um, and we have his website actually up on the screen for you, uh, for you right now and his name also, um, so you can follow up with him. But I just want to thank you, Tom, uh, just for joining and sharing. Well, thank you very much for having me on and uh, love your show. Thank and you. Hi everybody there and everybody out on uh, Facebook land. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Take care. Um, Zuba, as, the, as far as the, like the next step in this process, so now it goes through an investigation process. They look at all the photographs and, and they make a decision. And then what is, the, what is the, usually the outcome of something like this as far as uh, for the rider? Well, there have been instances where uh, few top riders back in the past who got caught doing different things. Uh, they basically either admitted guilt or didn't admit guilt. 
they got a six month suspension. And that's one thing that I read about on FEI rules that like, uh, if you go against the person that's turning you in for the wrongdoing, it's, if you say that it's vindication or they're trying to be vindictive or they're trying to go against you, the tribunal basically uh, just goes against that. Like they, they take that very seriously. So, you know, they're talking just like in real life. You know, if you go to court for some crime, mm -hmm. they tell you it's from three months to life ban. Uh, so it, some you know, of that stuff should be life. It, 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 and it could be a life ban. You know, that's mm -hmm. just when, when like you hear Tom, he's saying he's seen it in so many events. How is that so fair? Sad. How is that fair? It's not well, fair on the horse and it's not that, fair on the other that, riders. That's, that's, that's the part, you know, like I think it's And they ruin horses yes. for life. Well, he said it, you know. I know, it's so sad. It's, yeah. so, it's heartbreaking because they horse give their heart, heart and soul. And somebody's shocking You know, and, and, and it is. It's, you know, it's horses terrible. are big animals. They're great. They're strong and everything. Mm -hmm. But I tell people, they're not as strong, let's see, as dogs. And I you know. think this is funny. Know. You know, there's a drug called Privocox. It's like, uh, it helps horses with their, you know, it's like an anti-inflammatory. Mm -hmm. A dog can take up to 227 milligrams. A horse can only take 50 yeah. a know, day. Right? So, so it's all meant for all the horses. So that shows you right there. Okay, so you may use the device to train a dog. That's yeah. not something know, right? you can do on a horse. And I think it's quite unethical in our sport, especially yeah. the way things nowadays is very scrutinized and, it, yes. you know, it should have never been allowed. And I think we, it's going to bring him down. Zubair, we have a minute and sure. a half left in this segment. Okay. And I have so <laughs> many more things I want to talk to you about. We might just I'm have sure to throw back. an extra segment in sure. uh, just just so we can hear about about you. Because I want to hear about your bucket list and coaching and so many things. Um, I, I just want to say that, you know, uh, with uh, literally one minute in this segment, I just want to say that you know, um, these are obviously allegations. Uh, nothing is final yet, uh, and uh, and but at so, least they have the USCF they, for exactly. the horses. They sure. have the investigation. We're always the voice for the horse. Uh, we really care about what happens with the horses, and uh, and obviously this it's very sad to see. And if in fact these allegations, uh, you know, are found out to be accurate, which they they certainly appear that way, um, then it is very sad for all of those horses that uh, you know gave their heart and soul to do well for their rider and. Uh, you know, they try so hard and it's uh, it's very sad to see mm -hmm. that. Um, we're going to come back. We're actually going to throw in one extra segment between now and Epic because I want to talk to Zubair a little bit about his future bucket list. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors on West Highway 40. Stock up for summer and fly season now with fly masks, fly control and spray, vaccines and all you need for a Florida summer. Tons of farrier supplies, healthcare, and stable supplies at TT Distributors. Like them on Facebook or online at ttdistributors.com. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala. Experience the difference in buying. Palm makes it simple with no pressure, the best sales staff, and lots of inventory. Experience the difference at Palm Chevy in Ocala or online at palmchevrolet.com. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. 
Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. The Equine Performance Center Opala with numerous success stories and featuring the most advanced equine conditioning and rehab equipment available in the world today is striving to be the best in the nation. Find them on the web at epcrehab.com and like them on Facebook now. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. We're adding one extra segment this week. We were going to run you an epic interview, but we're going to run that in the next one. I want to chat a little bit to Zubair Benini here, top Grand Prix rider. We've talked uh, a lot about how he started out in Morocco and, and how he came to America for some great opportunities, kind of always wanted to be here in the USA and has done so well, has his own farm here in the horse capital. Uh, and uh, as, as actually so many, I have so many things on the list here, I couldn't even read them uh, for all the things that he's accomplished in the horse world. And um, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, but I want to talk to him a little bit about matching up horses and riders and coaching and some of his bucket list before we jump to the final segment of the show. Zubair, thank you so much for being with us. I know that's a, a really, that, that's a touchy, upsetting you know, subject, um, and as, as Paulette and I have hashed back and forth in the past about racing and, you know, people who do, let's face it, doesn't matter whether you're in football, basketball, any kind of horses competing, people competing often do things Especially that they when shouldn't. Especially when there has money. When there's money <laughs> involved, exactly. And so, um, you know, and I'm quite sure that in, that in all sports that your chances of, of being chosen again for a team uh, have a lot to do with how well you do and that's that's how you pay your bills so I mean a lot of people are more financially focused than they are on the horse and I, I think it's very sad to see that happen because I think because animals don't have a voice dogs horses mm -hmm. you know whatever I think feel like we have to be always looking out for the horse. Well, there's pressure that comes from all different directions. The right. owner, the rider, the trainer, the... Exactly. It's coming the from... The investor. Right. Yes, exactly. It's coming from... And it's, that's not to excuse it, but that's to say that people get their priorities wrong. That's and, exactly And right. they don't put the animal in the place it should yeah. be, which is in first place, because without that animal, you're not competing. No, absolutely. You know, and they, they don't have a voice for themselves, and they're... they're in, to me, a 1,200-pound animal doing going over five foot jumps for you willingly um, you know it shows trust it shows love it shows understanding it shows relationship and then you know if you do something like that to the horse it you're taking advantage of all those things the horse is giving you and that to me is just that's heartbreaking so um, you know this this particular case we'll, we'll see what happens with the allegations in the end but regardless just the fact that it's out there and that anybody does that to me it's heartbreaking yeah I mean it's, it's they're, they're bringing it up because especially because the pictures and obviously there's a whistleblower that basically right. said okay this is what and this thank person. God that he did yes let's Agreed. thank him yes but because he was brave out. enough to do it because like they said a lot of people are not 
You know, people are enough. like sheep. Yeah. They, they follow the herd well, you know, and they and they're also stray. afraid, you know, of, course of they the are. repercussions and, and, you know. But, but what's right is right, you know, like, yes. like Tom doesn't right. care. Right. You know, right. he lives in Canada, he knows a lot of people. He, you know, what's right is right. You know, yes. you gotta play by the He's rules. He's a great and, guy. And you shouldn't have that side of you that's, I mean, I hate to say, a criminal side of you to think that you're gonna be on course like we're just lucky to be on course, mm -hmm. you know. We, I feel I tell people like we're the waiters behind the scenes. Right. We're we're in the kitchen doing all the work, and then we have to dress up and look good. You know, people right. don't realize all the work everybody does, and it's a big pe job. people Takes so many hours. You know, mm -hmm. so to go ahead and do that to any kind of, and I don't care who you are. I mm -hmm. just I just think it defeats the purpose of it. why are you even in the sport. I know. I agree. You know, to say that you love animals or. Uh, put you in a magazine. That winning doesn't define a person. Right. Says, you know, because right. you're winning all the time. Because it's like, yeah. what, what's your background? How do you treat horses? Uh, how do you treat people? You know, how do you treat everything? Yeah, it's so talk about how you balance like all that you do. So you've got the farm, you've got the horses, you're training. I know you're you're taking them for lovely water spa trips, and and they're having a, a wonderful life. I, I saw that the other day when I got to see you at, at Lane's Mark Farm. But talk a little bit about how you balance all of that with coaching and competing yourself and, and matching your students up to the right horses and that whole, that's a lot of, that's a big process. It's, it's a lot. It's a sure. juggling. Yeah, but it's like you were saying earlier, you know, like when you when you start uh, missing the point and you just start thinking about money all the time and that that's how you make a living, you gotta, like you said, put the horse first. I mean, it's really has, it has always been a passion for me more than anything. You know, just been with the horses, you know. And, you know, and I always say, like, not all the horses can jump five feet. We're all obsessed with jumping big, in Morocco especially, you know, because we're so far behind and stuff, and now we're, like, kind of reaching like, quite a different level. Uh, but, but like I said, it's, uh, you know, it's literally seven days a week. I wish it was another, more, another day, but not everybody wants to hear that. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, the biggest thing you were talking about, like, matching, uh, riders with horses that's that I feel like that's my biggest forte because people will call me or I'll call others and I try to match I want to know the description because the description everything it used to be where people just call you say hey I'm coming do you have any horses for me but now with Facebook and everything else people just post something you have hundred thousand people want to show you horses so you kind of <laughs> have to filter through that uh, and you get people that just come down you know not so interested they just want to see what's out there but but like to answer your question the description is everything you know, like the, because most riders, they think sometimes they know what they want, but when you see them riding, you really have to be uh, quite observant in the sense that can yeah. that person really handle that horse? So I'm, I don't get anything in the barn. We have 15 to 20 horses, they come in and out. I'm not a dealer by any means because I like people to match, the, I like people to be matched with the horses. So I don't, I don't want to get any problem horses that then I will have to answer the question to them. You know, we keep the horses for at least three months before we decide you know, let's go ahead and show you this horse. Like, uh, we, there is no kind of quick deal. Uh, of course, with the COVID-19, it's been hard, but people have been quite trusting in wanting to see videos and, mm -hmm. you know, see actually live videos of, of you even riding the horse right there, and they will actually either lease or buy the horse. So that's been, it's oh, been that's great. It's yeah. just kind of like the kids in school yeah. now, they're doing it through online. That's so right. we're lucky. You're gonna do everything online. Yeah. We've been lucky we stayed busy that way, but, uh, but it's pretty busy every day, I have to say. Uh, I'm, I'm very blessed to have four wonderful young riders right now, uh, all different age. I didn't even ask for that. Honestly, they just, it just happened. And uh, like they all, they were all gonna go to try and hopefully next week. But uh, you know, it's, it's like a team effort. You know, they, mm -hmm. you know they, the biggest thing for me is they listen to me. And so if you don't think that I know what I'm doing, uh, that's fine. But uh, for <laughs> instance, uh, I've decided-
It's like if you, you know, <laughs> I know so, what I'm doing. Well, for instance, this young girl, I mean, she's a, I say young, she's a, she's a 23 years old, and she was riding a long time ago. She quit and she just got back. And she, she's telling me that as of last year, whatever she was, she was jumping two foot six. Last year. So we're not even, the year's not even over. And she's jumping four foot now. So I'm not bragging about this. I'm just saying it yeah. does take the horse, mm -hmm. but she keeps saying, I can't believe you got me here. I said, listen, I didn't get you here. I said, we bought a really nice horse that was a really nice fit and you put in the hours. She's out yeah. there riding and working. Yeah. So, so that kind of makes me happy. That's, that's more, that's why I say it's more of a passion. Money comes after. That's not like it shouldn't be. I know the sport is expensive and all that. And I'm not trying to paint a picture that like, oh yeah, anybody, yes. But I mean, if you work hard enough, I think, and you have a belief that you can make it, uh, you know, I think you'll make it. That's, yeah. Uh, like and I'm, this guy does all of this in, sometimes I talk to him during Ramadan, and he's doing all this and not eating and all that. And drinking. <laughs> and drinking, yeah, and I'm like, Zubair, how do you do that? It's been tough. That's true dedication. It's been tough. Well, this it's over for nearly a year, days, right? Yeah. It's 30 days, but you have to stay busy, that's the thing. So you cannot play your day and ride sometimes in the morning or late in the afternoon, so. Oh. Well, it's a sacrifice. There's a lot of sacrifice. <laughs> so top of your bucket list. You've accomplished a lot. It's well, a huge list, folks. Yes. There is quite a bit to still accomplish. You know, everybody talks about the Olympics. Everybody talks about the World Cup. Everybody wants to be part of that. You know, it's, it's quite a big deal for sure. You know, my biggest thing is like I've always been obsessed with the hits million. No, oh, I don't know yeah. why. So that every, would be nice. So honestly, <laughs> every year I came close to being part of that something happens either the horse gets sold and now coronavirus are you for real like yeah. i can't believe it when they canceled it like so my partner wasn't so hot about doing it she said i don't think we're ready i said you know what we'll make the right decision you know i don't have any huge expectation just like when we did a trial like sometimes when you have less expectation you go with a different mind and boom you do well and sometimes yeah. you're like i'm gonna do this and do this and your plan doesn't fall right <laughs> yeah no, that's so, the story of my life <laughs> and so i'm hoping um, you know that that's a that's a great goal i think it's a, it's a prestigious class to be part of it i mean so many top riders want it uh you know like mclean almost won it like three or four times and uh there's another german rider uh andre that you know Oh yeah, Andre. Andre. I think he won it three times. I think he's quite a millionaire yeah. now. But you know, yes. he's, he's quite an incredible rider. And, yeah. You know, so when you so, you, so it's kind of inspiring to see these guys sometimes with different horses. So that that's you know, uh, besides selling horses and really furthering my career into getting better, I'm, I'm so lucky to be healthy. Thank God that you know I'm able to still do it at age of 45. I mean, I mean they say it's young, but still, I mean it's been quite a few years I've been riding. Uh, there's a lot of spills and you know, yeah, falls. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm <laughs> I know you gotta look at like you gotta look at like Skelton and, and Miller. You know, I mean these guys well, are like you tape them back together. Skelton <laughs> is the, <laughs> absolutely the best inspiration because yes. uh, well, age of 56 or so, he wins the mm -hmm. Olympic uh, gold medal. I know. Uh, it's amazing. So that kind of keeps you going. I always say it's the only sport you can grow older and still and get good at it. Yeah. You know, as long as yeah. you're healthy and you know, try to keep up with your fitness and all that, and of course you need the horse too so right uh that's why the the treadmill has been great you know because you don't you don't have to do so much work on the horse especially if they know their job already right exactly uh, it's keeping them fit and condition that really that really matters yeah, yeah so the biggest thing is I, I really try to improve into having better horses at the farm just because florida really is the place where people come you know like even years and years ago you go on the internet and you look at ocala and they say ocala is mecca of their thoroughbreds. Mm -hmm. So Mecca right. means, you know, right. obviously, <laughs> Mecca, the, you know, the, yeah. the whole 
and so, so it still is. Mm -hmm. still the Holy Land of Horses. Yes, Listen, I'm liking is. your way of thinking. Yes, it is the Holy Land. <laughs> and so, you know, so when you have people from California or whatever call you to come try a horse in Ocala, sometimes I'm like, really? You're going to call me? But hey, people say, we're making a trip in Ocala. And so, you know, you, you want to have good product. You want to you be sincere and honest about what you're offering because mm -hmm. people, because there's so many people with horses. So you kind of have to be yeah. quite different than than everybody else, you know. It's kind of, sure. like I said, the description is important, you know, not to just show, you know, 10, 20 horses, then figuring that they're gonna like one. Because I think the repeat business is everything. Yeah. You know, I people agree. will come back, you know, they'll buy a horse. Uh, I like to sell a horse to someone that they're gonna keep for a long time. For instance, this young rider, she bought a horse, he's 11 years old. I told her, I said, you don't have to buy another one. You're learning with him, and he'll take you whatever you want. Isn't that you know, nice? So. Yeah. I know that because it's heartbreaking when you're little and you have to do that. I'm getting the beeps, which means we got sure. <laughs> we got to wrap it up. Zubair, stay with us for this sure. last Thanks segment because we you. have a, um, a pre-recorded for you uh, over at Epic, and um, we're going to share that episode two of that series with you right now. We'll come back right at the very end of that and say goodbye. But you heard it here first, the Holy Land of Horses. I like it. We'll be back in just a minute on the Horse Talk Show. Stay with us. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala. Experience the difference in buying. Palm makes it simple with no pressure, the best sales staff, and lots of inventory. Experience the difference at Palm Chevy in Ocala or online at palmchevrolet.com. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors on West Highway 40. Stock up for summer and fly season now with fly masks, fly control and spray, vaccines, and all you need for a Florida summer. Tons of farrier supplies, healthcare, and stable supplies at TT Distributors. Like them on Facebook or online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. The Equine Performance Center Opala with numerous success stories and featuring the most advanced equine conditioning and rehab equipment available in the world today is striving to be the best in the nation. Find them on the web at epcrehab.com and like them on Facebook now. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show here at EPIC, the Equine Performance Innovative Center in Ocala, the horse capital of the world. I'm sitting here with Dr. Alberto Rian. He's told us a little bit in the prior segment about growing up, uh, how he got where he is today. And now we're going to talk a little bit about what EPIC has to offer. We're focusing on equine rehab, conditioning, uh, maybe post-surgery, maybe just a fitness issue, uh, maybe an accident, uh, injury, a number of different things. Um, and we're going to talk about the hyperbaric chamber, a little bit about what that's all about, what that can do for your horse, and also why you shouldn't be afraid of it. And I'm going to let Dr. Rian tell us a little bit about the purpose of the hyperbaric chamber. Thank you, Luisa. First, before we go into the purpose of the hyperbaric chamber and how it works, I want to attend the biggest question that most clients have and most host owners have about the hyperbaric chamber and that is is it safe 
because all we hear about hyperbaric chamber is they blow up, right? <laughs> and my question is, they blow up, like when you do the research, how many is they? I only ever heard of one. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, there have been other accidents around the world through the last century with hyperbaric chamber, in human hyperbaric chambers. I think last time I revised the literature, you can count them with both, with both of your hands. That's it. So use that number and that statistics compared to the hundreds of thousands of hyperbaric chamber treatments that get done in the world, and you can calculate your own conclusion about how safe they are, right? But more importantly is that because it happened in Ocala, when the hyperbaric chamber in Ocala ruptured, had the accident, it was down the road at another Mm -hmm. facility, yes. Yes, a lot of people ask me if it was here. No, it was not here. It was right? not here. It was definitely <laughs> not here. Um, but when the investigation happened, there were several steps that were missing in the security checklist. So what we did now is that everybody that wants to have a hyperbaric chamber center, they have to go through this process of training where we have checklist, And you have to go step by step and before a horse gets into the hyperbaric chamber, every checklist needs to be filled. If it's not filled, the horse doesn't go in the hyperbaric chamber. As simple as that. Simple things like no shoes, no petroleum-based, not inflammable, make sure it's bathed, water in the chamber as well, water in the horse, all the pressures working. Simple stuff can prevent big accidents, and that's what we do every day when we put a horse in the hyperbaric chamber. On top of that, what else we do? Well, we have trained staff, right? right. So our, our staff gets trained. I drill them uh, personally. I, whoever does the hyperbaric chamber has taken the course, right? Not just that, we drill emergencies. And because safety is everything, right? And we have to be prepared for anything. So sometimes I just stop them on the spot. And I say, okay, there's a fire, what do you do? And then they go through the process of firing, Good. right? There's a loss of pressure, what do you do? And they go, and I do it on the spot. And you actually log that in the book, and that is an official drill. We have to do, we have to do X amount per year. We do it like monthly. Like every month, we are, I just go around and I drill with them if an emergency happens. That way we prepare. Um, we have done... Uh, over a thousand in the last two years, over a thousand hyperbaric treatments, no one issue at all, not even close to one issue, all right? Everything has been going perfectly by the book. So professionalism, safety, training. Yes. Yes, emergency, procedure, stop, what if, all of those things, very important. Now let's talk about what it does, because it's it's an amazing, it's an amazing tool, it's not, a fix it all, but it's an amazing tool. What's the basic structure for life, right? Water, oxygen, right? So the hyperbaric chamber, what it does is puts a lot of oxygen in your body. A lot of times when you are walking around here right now, oxygen we know is about 21% in the air, right? 21% of the air is oxygen. When you're in the chamber, almost 100% is oxygen. Now, what does that do? 
that makes oxygen not just going to the red blood cells, but it also makes it going into the body, into the plasma. And it dissolves in the plasma. When you put pressure in there, you're actually increasing the oxygen content up to 600% to what the oxygen is right now, where we're walking, wow. inside your body. And what do you think that does? It does increase healing. All the cool things that oxygen do, increase healing. Why? Proven already, research has proven that the hyperbaric chamber oxygen increases your stem cell production from the bone marrow. Nice. So that's one action that improves healing. It gives more power to the white blood cells to attack an infection. So it makes the immune system more powerful. That's another benefit. In addition to that, it helps breaking scar. Scar tissue. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to that, if you've ever been in one, it will increase your well-being. That you feel good with all that oxygen. And guess what? It's not. It's not a pharmaceutical. It's non-addictive. No side effects. It's no side effects. <laughs> um, the only side effects that you can get from the chamber are. If you have a sinus, what we call a sinus block, you could get a little bit of pressure, and you can get a little bit of a headache. Um, you can get something called battle trauma, which is that the lungs could get, um, if you put so much pressure in a balloon, you take a balloon and you put pressure, that could get, you can see how that could get affected. But honestly, we have never seen one in the horse. And people, they have reported some of those. Very, very, right. very little. And you know the treatment for the side effects? Just take them out. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> you take him out of the chamber. Wouldn't you like a pill to have a side effect that is as easy to resolve as just take it out, right? So how many sessions do you see changes usually? Minimum, minimum five to six to see a, a big change. For example, if we have a wound that's infected, that is just not healing because there's no blood supply going and blood is not bringing oxygen to the wound, after six changes you start seeing some really good healthy tissue. Now, in the humans, the, most of the research is doing with chemotherapy mm -hmm. and horses, that, uh, pe excuse me, people that get jaw necrosis or jaw, mm -hmm. their jaw start dying. Mm -hmm. So for bone, in the humans they do up to 40. Wow. When, he, when we have had navicular bone infections, and uh, what we call the P3 bone infections, really bad infections, we have had to go up to 40 to okay. get them resolved. Really? Yes. And some joints, joint infections, we have had to 15 to 20. Mm -hmm. What we have discovered is that certain diseases take more treatments at higher pressure than other diseases. Mm -hmm. For example, a fall with a wound that is not healing, six to 10 will probably do it. An adult horse, with a bad navicular infection will need 30 or 40. And the, the interesting thing about the hyperbaric chamber is that we don't really cut the antibiotics. We don't stop absolutely anything else. We don't change anything else. We add the hyperbaric chamber because it's complementary to all those to, the treatment. to those treatments. It increases the effectiveness of the antibiotics. Let's say you have a wound and the antibiotics, uh, the bacteria is resistant to that wound, like happened in our case, one of our cases, Willow. The bacteria was resistant to every antibiotic tested. There was no antibiotic that was able to hit that infection. So what we did, we added a hyperbaric chamber, and that 
may the antibiotics actually reach better to the infection and work better. Wow. So they, they help the heal. Sessions generally how far apart? We could do it up to two a day. Up to two a day? Mm-hmm. And in really, really bad cases, you could, go, you could go up to three a day, three a days safely without, wow. without a problem. Incredible. Yes. And the results you've seen have been? We have seen amazing results, absolutely. Check out our case, check out our YouTube cases, uh, Equine Performance Center, and you're going to learn a lot about those cases. Talking to Dr. Alberto Rian here at Epic about the hyperbaric chamber, about how safe it is, their protocols they have in place to keep you and your horse safe, and also wonderful results from this treatment, and certainly complementary to whatever you're doing either uh, with Dr. Rian as your vet or another veterinarian. Incredible. Louisa Barton here for the Horse Talk Show. Epic. Very epic. Everything. State of the art right there. Rehab, uh, conditioning. Whatever you need, it, uh, it's right there and a great way to keep your horse fit and happy and uh, uh, like a visit to the spa. We will be back at the same time next week. Happy horsing around, whether you're in the uh, Mecca, horse capital of the world or not. See you next time. <laughs>